Welcome to Take 10 for Mental Health. We are conversations with inspiring people about how they manage their mental health. My name is Sophia Hatsis. I'm the host of the show and I get the privilege of bringing you these conversations every week. We speak to people from all walks of life, like Gotcha for Life founder Gus Wallen. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I truly believe that vulnerability is a new way to lead. There's stuff that we do that is good and there's stuff that we just don't know what we're doing. It's nothing wrong with being human and explaining that to the people that you love. Episodes drop on Monday, so make sure you're subscribed and you're the first to know when they're available. Welcome to part two of our conversation with CJ Bloomfield. In this episode, we explore a little bit more with CJ about what life was like when he went to prison, how he really turned his life around and how he supports his mental health today. We really hope you love part two of this episode. If you haven't listened to part one yet, please head back and listen to that so that there is some context, but otherwise enjoy the show. Back in the day, like no one would ever approach me or even ever felt safe to be able to open themselves up to me. But now like I'm, I'm out at work or like I'm at work and people will come and sit down and just pour their entire heart out to me. And I'm, I'm grateful for it, but I also know why that's the case because I've consciously made myself be this person because, you know, I don't like to say that I'm a nice person, but I like to carry myself and be unconditionally kind because I consciously know that I'm carrying myself this way. Yeah. And that's come from me going through all these atrocities in life. I've been through tremendous amounts of pain. And the last thing that I ever want is for another human being to go through the same shit that I went through, especially for me putting them through it. Mm. Because if I know, Take it down. I've seen, I've seen the amounts of pain that I've caused people. And I will never do that again. Like, I mean, every single day, regardless of whether it's, behind closed doors or in public. I can't treat anyone unkind because I know what it's done to me. I know what being unkind has done to me. I know how being unkind has been to my mother. I know what being unkind has done to my family. I've seen what it does to the world. I want to carry myself on a 24-hour daily basis, seven days a week, 12 months a year, being an unconditionally kind person because I'm unconditionally kind to myself. Try not to do that. Oh, <laughs> I really appreciate you being so vulnerable. And can I also tell you, you are such an approachable person. And I know now that you've said that that's a conscious thing because yeah. I've seen the photos of you when you were in yeah. and you're, you were a scary, yeah. scary. Like, yeah. I don't want to beat around the bush. Like, it was horrendous I'm telling you and like you know but you were part of a gang you were you were in a gang you had to present yourself in a certain way because you had to intimidate people and Uh, now you're so approachable yeah it was the it wasn't even you know what if you go down to the core of it it wasn't even the gang it wasn't the hell's angels it wasn't it wasn't the bad friends it was the it was me Mm. it was the hate that I had had for my father that I just wasn't letting go of and it caused me that much pain that it, the projection that I was giving other human beings was only because I was reflecting that upon myself. Mm. Like I hated you because I deep down inside couldn't bear to be by myself. I couldn't bear, which is why I couldn't, I could never be alone. 
now I'm alone 99% of the time because I love my energy. You know, I, I've, I've spent, I've spent numerous years building this energy of mine and, and, and loving it and protecting it and guarding it that I can't maneuver any other way other than guarding that with, with my life, you know, because our souls are so important to us. The way that we are, like we can get caught up. We can get so caught up about what's happening external to us. But if we just stop for a second and just realize how grateful we are as human beings to, to one, wake up in the bed, two, have an assortment of pillows. Some of us have more than one pillow. We have an assortment of clothes. Mm. We have a means of transport, our legs. If you don't have cars, we have legs. You know, some people don't have limbs. But there are people in this world that didn't get the opportunity to wake up this morning. Mm. So every single morning that I get to get up, I'm going to be grateful for it. And I'm going to try every single connection that I make with another human being to have them leave my energy space with complete love in their heart. Because why else would we do what we're doing? And I'm not just saying like us working and living our lives, but living. If we aren't living to love and to inspire and to motivate each other, black, white, yellow, we're human. There's only one race in my eyes. It's the human race. Mm. It's just society and the rest of humanity that have told us that you look a bit different to me, so therefore I don't like you, you know. That's where all of this has come from. Yeah, and, and something that you were talking about before is really about being in your own energy. <clears throat> you, spent a, you had an opportunity to really sit in your own energy when you went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that because – um, You've mentioned prison as being what you actually needed. Yeah. Which can you talk a little bit about yeah, it that? It was um it was the most, you know what? I the most freeing thing that I've ever done in my life was going to prison as f-ed up as that may, must, may sound, being inside those walls and being able to free completely my ego left me. It was like it was like it was the death of the ego. I was in jail I knew what I wanted to get out of prison before I got to prison. So it wasn't like I was walking into prison and I was still gangbanging or I was still a gangster. I had already left the lifestyle I was living. I was at university studying law, um, but I, I knew what I wanted. I got, I got to prison and it was just the, the most freeing feeling to be able to wake up and practice gratitude because you had nothing else. Mm. You didn't you didn't have a nightclub that you could go to to drink. You didn't I didn't have drugs, I didn't have alcohol, I didn't have anything. I had just me. And for the first 4 months of my my sentence, I was in I was in solitary confinement. So, uh for 23 hours of my day, I was by myself in a 3 by 2 meter room and I found that much peace like I was reading I was meditating I just I, I I stripped everything away I stripped myself of everything and I was just at my bare minimum I just had me I wasn't allowed I didn't I had no visitors for the entire time I was in prison but it was a good experience for myself because I knew what I wanted to get out of it it was it's hell in there um my I have a younger brother who's currently serving a life sentence for murder. Wow. Who's currently still in there, and he's been in there since uh, 2013 now. Uh, three three of my, four of my siblings, including myself, has, uh, has spent lengthy terms in prison. Wow. Um, so 
I'm glad that it took just one go for me to realize that lesson, but it changed my life in terms of just bringing myself back to what really mattered. Like for me to open my eyes, that's where I learned like real gratitude. Like to be able to wake up as a human being, it's the odds of becoming a human being, a 400 trillion to one. Those are, those are the odds, the actual odds of you, of us being here right now. So that taught me just to be, yo, you're, you're, you've woken up this morning. Yes, you're on a f***ed up mattress that isn't even a mattress, but you're alive. Um, you have an opportunity now to, to change. And it was jail to me was in, in my, in kind of my, my timeline happened at exactly the right moment because I was on high court bail for about four years and I could have gone to jail at any point in, in those four years. And I was also facing uh, a mandatory 23 years um, for the crimes that I committed. Um, so to get to, to go to prison the time that I did meant that I got a, that meant that I could get the shorter time because I changed my life around. There was nothing that I had done between the time I went to prison and me leaving the lifestyle that would say that this guy's going to go back to, I had, I had police officers that I had police officers that would come to my university just to tell me that you're not going to change Wow! to do welfare checks on me. And also, uh, talk down to me whilst they were doing their welfare checks. Like you haven't changed. Like I had all these things happen throughout the past half a decade of me journeying into this, this, this life of peace for myself. But I just knew what I was doing. I knew like when I set out on this very journey, it wasn't like I was setting out on it blindly. I knew what was going to happen if I just stuck to it. Yeah. Like I, it's funny. I say this, but well, I, I didn't get, you don't get a mirror in jail, but you get a reflection kind of thing. <laughs> and I walked out of prison New Year's Eve 2019 and the entire time I was in prison, as funny as this may sound, the reflection I was seeing in the mirror while I was looking at myself was, was this very human being that you're, that, that you're seeing now, that my friends get to experience, that my family get to experience, that humanity gets to experience. <laughs> Is that is the exact human being that I looked at when I was looking at these reflections when I was in prison. You know, like the way that I carried myself in prison, I just, I'm happy that I found my passion of acting while I was in prison before I went to prison because it probably would have turned out a different way. But I just knew what I wanted when I got out. And when I got out, I moved to Sydney and and started acting. And yeah. I... It's the next phase for you, The right? next phase, yeah. I, I got out and... Um, started a, um, a wellness movement a year, probably six months after I got out. And we've, you know, we kind of, we, we've run workshops around Australia and New Zealand. I haven't been to New Zealand personally and run them, but here in Australia, and that's been, that's been probably, that's been a physical manifestation of, of what's been happening within me now currently, you know, like okay. the gangster that, that my family and my friends used to see back in the day was a physical uh, manifestation of what was going on within me then. But now what you see in the physical is a physical manifestation of what's been happening within me. Your transformation is like very extraordinary. And yeah. I've seen, as I said before, you're a very approachable person. And I say that from experience because 
you know, I've seen you at Manly Wolf Bar when I've been yeah. there. I'm not there so much anymore because I'm older. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you give off a very approachable, safe energy. And that is something I hope you're really proud of because that's not a very common thing in humans. Yeah. You know, we're very closed off now. We don't like having deep conversations because we're always behind our screens and our yeah. phones. So. I really commend you for transforming and obviously you don't shy away from your past. And I think that's a yeah. really important part because we can still talk about when you're against yeah. it. It's important. I, I think, I think it's, just, it's just understanding which energy you're currently embodying when you do speak of your past. Like I speak of my past from a place of ref- reflection and I'm, all, I'm always mindful of making that the point before I ever speak of my past because I never want the energy to get uh, mixed up in its travel towards the universe. So yeah, yeah. I always try to make sure that, that, that are you talking about your past because you're reflecting on it to push forward or are you talking about your past because you're currently stuck in that place, right? Nothing of what I've ever said when I've given advice to friends or when I've said things in workshops have ever, has ever come from reading a book or watching a podcast. I read the book and I watch the podcast to get the confirmation that what I'm doing mm. is correct. But everything that I've learned and everything that I speak comes from a place of experience. It comes from me walking through the fire to get to this point. The last thing that I, I want to do is, is I also want to be the person that I needed yeah. when I when I was going through what I was going through. You know, like I would have loved to have been going through what I was going through and be able to walk past someone like me now, and for the person that I am now to grab that big that big dude and just like you know what I mean? Because I know I know I would have listened to me if I was if CJ was talking to Chris. I, that's how I differentiate between the two. Yeah. Okay. So Chris, so if CJ was to meet Chris. Mm. Chris would have been happy that CJ was around. So I always try to be, not try to be, but I'm always consciously being the person that I know that I would have needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that. And I, uh, to finish off, because I know we're wrapping up in a moment, I wanted to ask you a couple of final questions. One of them is around your own mental health management. Yeah. So obviously you've got a lot of complex trauma in your past. Right. Um, what do you do every day to yeah. just make sure that you're mentally strong and the best version of yourself? Meditation, getting out in nature. Um, and when I do say meditation too, what I mean by meditation is whatever one, whatever one can do to bring them to a level of present being present in this moment, whether it be listening to some people listen to opera, some people paint, some people go for a run, that's meditation. The very definition of meditation is to become familiar with, mm. to come, become familiar with your thoughts, to become familiar with how you feel, because from that you can't, you can't understand, you can't understand something you're not familiar with. The only way you're going to understand self is by becoming familiar with, mm. right? So for me, it's um, meditation. Uh, I do breathwork meditation in moments where I feel uh, my body needs to uh, be woken back up, mm-hmm. right? Um, I will do mantra meditation if I'm going away from my core values in life. Uh, if, I, if I lose sight of where I'm going, if I lose sight of my goals, and I do mirror work as well. I sit in front of the mirror, I'm silent, and I just look deep deep into who I am. Just look into my eyes, 
And it brings me to a level of peace, you know, and also practicing gratitude for me as well. Yeah. So meditation, physical training for me, but more so meditation and just being kind to yourself, yeah. like through like through whatever it is that you're going through. Just know that just like the good things, just like the bad things, the good things will pass too. It's about giving it equal gratitude. I don't get too heightened by anything. Yeah. Like if someone gives me a compliment, I'm, I'm equally as grateful as I would if someone told me I was shit. Because that's your truth. Like the truth and your truth are two completely different things. Like if you don't like me, for instance, I'm never going to ruffle my spirit trying to get you to like me. You know what I mean? Because I understand that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea and I am completely at peace with that. Yeah, I love that. And to finish as well, can I ask you, CJ, um, on that note of gratitude, it's the last question I asked before I say goodbye to the guests. So what are you most grateful for today? I'll do do three things. I'm I'm grateful to be up. I'm grateful to be up and doing my thing today. I'm grateful for your platform because through your platform, I could further spread my love and my joy and my passions. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for perspective. I'm grateful that each of us get to share a different perspective on life because I feel like if we had the same perspective, it'd be pretty boring. You know, I like listening to different people and the way they interpret my messages and the way they interpret my words. So yeah, perspective I'm grateful for. Perspective getting up and your platform. Couldn't think of a better way to finish. We'll wrap up there. Thank you, CJ, for joining us. And to Soundfilm Studios for having us as well. Thank you. And we'll see you soon, guys. Thank you for listening. Episodes drop every Monday morning and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on your favourite podcast app. Remember to take 10 and check on the man you love today.